All right, everyone, this is Chris Munn. I'm one of the hosts of Inner Demons, the Ghost Rider podcast. And with me, as always, is my co-host, me, Brian Biggie. And you are listening to Marvel's Damnation crossover event on Into the Night, the net's best Moon Knight podcast. Hey guys, it's Rod Reyes here, artist of Marvel's Donation Comic Book event. Welcome to the podcast crossover between Inner Demons, Sons of the Dragon, Defenders TV Podcast, and Into the Night. Every issue reviewed, all time books discussed. May all be damned. Welcome back, Looney listeners. Yes, this is part 12 of Damnation, the uh, epic podcast crossover event. This is episode 38 of Into the Night. I am one of your hosts, Ray. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Connor, here with this cast of cool cats to review issue 17 of Ben Riley, The Scarlet Spider, for the Damnation crossover. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. It's a nice, um, a nice short, sharp quick one here we uh, usually do two issues for for review but um for this damnation thing we will focus solely on scarlet spider which is pretty cool but before any of that I've got to welcome again rebecca hi how are you hi i'm good i'm good That's i good. just had another bit of a tattoo done so a little bit a little bit sore mm, but generally fair. good did you yes. say also as well that um a bit of it was missing i, I saw a message i i don't want to go into any detail. Uh, not nice. Oh, but this is—it is not healing in the same way as all my other. Oh, oh no! Oh, so is um, it painful? It's Are little, you? It's a little bit sore, but um, I think it's starting to get better now. Oh, Woo! yeah, that's good. That's cool. And Connor, my good sir, how are you? I am doing uh, tired, but I've got tea. Yes, so I'm doing well. Fantastic. How yes. about you, Ray? Yeah, I've got I've got my cup of coffee here. A little, a little sad, I guess, in the in the sense that this is our last um, review of Damnation. But uh, I've been really enjoying all the other reviews from Sons of the Dragon, you know, Mortal Iron Fist, um, Inner Demons, and and Defenders. They've been so so great with their reviews, and so, it's been so much fun. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to listen to the uh, Defenders one with work this morning. So. Looking forward to that. Yeah, those guys. We'll are... get up to thirteen different parts between the four of us by the time it finishes. It's so crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know that's uh, it's really good. And uh, yeah, I only just recently listened to because the um, Doctor Strange issue dropped the same time as the issue that we're reviewing now, Scarlet Spider. So um, was fortunate enough, to, yeah, to listen to the, the Defenders podcast and. Um, yeah, they do a really, really cool job. I, I've got to say again, like the Doctor Strange issues have been blowing it out of the water for me, um, out of the whole um, Damnation event. Um, but, but in general, all the tie-ins have been pretty cool. Like I, I listened to. I also... think all the tie-ins have been pretty good. Yeah. Mm, mm. I mean, yeah, that Iron Fist seventy-nine. Uh, we were just talking about it just recently, Rebecca. That was just, um, I guess, for any Iron Fist fan, that would be such a 
such a great issue. A, a real buzz, yeah. 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 It was really good. I know Iron Fist Connor was, uh, was quite happy um, for it. Yeah, so I mean, the, the thing is that, like, um, Ed Brisson's run in general has been really good. Mm. Um, yeah. It's called back to a lot of Iron Fist stuff. And, you know, like every time a new writer takes over one of your favourite characters, you're never really sure how it's going to go mm. with sort of continuity and stuff like that. And and it's been really... Ed Brisson's kind of gone back to um, a lot of the older stuff and it's, it's, has tied up a few uh, loose ends that have been around for quite a while. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, it's, it, the Damnation tie-in is just... It seems like he's grasped it with both hands of like, this yeah. is how I can sort of tackle some of the things that I didn't... I wouldn't have had time to do probably in a normal... Run. Yeah, this is his last issue too. Yeah, it's the last solicited issue of Iron Fist. Yeah, oh. the right. next one. The next one. Yeah, 80. yeah, next yeah. week. Yeah, and it shows that. I mean, it's it's got to be so reassuring for fans as well. It just shows that he's done his his research and his uh his homework for Iron Fist. So as a fan, that's exactly kind of what you want, you know. And and don't want to be too disparaging of like the core books for Damnation at the moment, but you know they've got to juggle a lot of characters, but um. It just seems that there's not that level of of uh, um, love, I guess. I think it's like it's it's the flip for it's the it's kind of the flip side for most normal events because normal events the mm. core is all you need to read, mm. and yeah. for this one it seems more like the core is the little tie the little bits that tie the issues together, but actually the tie-ins are more yeah interesting. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, because there's really little that happens in the core core books from memory. I mean, there's one very th- little. Yeah, one or two yeah, big things, but that's about it. And it's yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, Connor, you've been um, have you been reading Iron Fist and, and the latest Doctor Strange as well? Yes, I haven't read the latest Doctor Strange because I generally suck at those Ooh. things. But Iron that's Fist a doozy, so good. Yeah, and it's also sad knowing that this. I think there's like one more issue Doctor Strange after this, so this event's like the last time we're gonna see bats. And then he's... Oh. Oh. Hopefully not. Hopefully he gets his own title. <laughs> yeah, bats. You know the early years, or or um, you know something like that. Ghost but yeah, pet Avengers. <laughs> but he, I mean, you're in for a treat, Connor. He and and they discuss it on the um, Defenders podcast. He was fantastic in the latest issue, as well. So good. Yeah, it's just it's a, it's a bats issue. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it, was. <laughs> it was really cool. But anyway, we are here, uh, loonies, uh, uh, not to discuss Doctor Strange, or even Moon Knight, <laughs> maybe a little bit. <laughs> uh, we are here for Scarlet Spider number 17, which is good. But again, before um, any of that, just a bit of a, a bit of smattering of news, I guess. Um, uh, you know, not necessarily Mooney related, just all kind of Marvel related. Uh, the first one uh, just was announced a day or two ago uh, that Matt Rosenberg has been announced to do the Astonishing X-Men, I think, from issue 13. Yeah. Um, yes, they've taken over from Charles Soule. This should be pretty cool, and he seemed quite um, pumped at, at getting the mm. gig. Uh, so that's good signs, again, uh, for fans. Like he, He's obviously a big fan of the X-Men. Um, have any of you been reading Astonishing X-Men? I've read most of it. I missed okay. a couple of issues, did, did um, it, but the team's changing. Yeah, did it get better? Like, I mean, it was okay. I got the first two or something, and then 
Yeah, it definitely got better from that, but the, and mm-hmm. now it's I and now it's kind of like it's good, but it's not unmissable for me. Yeah, okay. Like I, I wanted to read it to see what they did with Professor X and because uh-huh. I love try. Phantom X. Yeah, yeah. And now, but yeah, the team's changing for Rosenberg. He's got Havoc. Yes. And Dazzler. And Dazzler. I'm going to just stick with the most important ones. Uh, Warpath, yeah. I think, um, or Thunderbird. Warpath. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I can't remember who else. And Coloss- Colossus, I think, is in there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it looks like a fun team. Yeah, that should be pretty cool. So I might, um, I might come back and maybe just pick it up in digital. Just, just dip my toe in, see if it's any good. But um, yeah, I generally like Rosenberg's stuff. Um, so yeah, should be yeah. good. Hmm. And we're all in for Miracle Man, of, uh, M- Miracle Man, Multiple Man. <laughs> oh yes, I'm so excited for Multiple Yeah, I forgot. <clears throat> I forgot that he was going to do it, and um, so that's got me. Yeah. yeah, thinking like if he's got Multiple Man, he's going to be yeah you know, pretty good. Well, he did. Man. He did say one other surprise member of the team that he's not Ooh. announcing yet. So I'm just going to like oh, pretend that to good. you that it'll be. Uh, That'll be so good. Thought. Yeah. Oh, let's uh, let's wait and see. We've got till I don't know what issue are they up to now. Do you know, Rebecca? Uh, I don't know. I think the last one was eight. Okay, I'll so we've still got a bit of time. Right. Maybe in May or June or something. It'll be July. July, because so. any announce any announcement we're getting now will okay. probably be. Let's have a look. Twelve is up. Uh, so Twelve that... is in June. Yeah, it'll be July because everything that gets announced now will be because the solicits are this week. Uh, okay. Oh yay! So, hey. and and that's mo- how you that's how you can tell. Multiple man's July as well. Yeah, I think uh, June or July. I think it was announced early, but I it think... must be June. It June, must be yeah. June because I've already got it on order. Um, and my. The place I order from doesn't let you order things until they're in solicits. Right. So yeah, not okay. The May one. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It's not... I'll, I'll check that while you talk. Mm-hmm. And that uh, the art looks really exciting. Yeah, it looks... So yeah, yeah, it does. Looks, looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's June. Multiple June. Man starts in June. Oh, I can't wait for that. That will be so I good. Know. So good. Uh, we have also <clears throat> another bit. This is actually... Monumental news here, Connor. Would you like to take this one? This is um, going to rock everyone in the loony community. Yeah, that's right. Real talk. <laughs> the big ones. Smashing it out. Because guess what? Max Beamers can write a song for you between like $85 and like $210. You ask him, <laughs> you pay him. He writes you a song about whatever you want. Yeah. Just go to his website, which has a thing that I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it's like Max Beamer. Yeah. It's Max like beamersongshop.com. Oh, that's Sorry, easy Becca. to remember. So easy yeah, to remember. Yeah. And Rebecca came up with a fantastic idea. Yeah. That we're all fan- going through with. Very exciting. That we're all going to go through with. And we'd like to put it to all the loonies out there as well. Why not get Uncle Max to write a song for the theme tune? For Into the Night. I think that would be brilliant. No. (laughs) Rebecca's 100% on board. She said, let's push this. You ask all the loonies and uh, let's get this happening. So let's push the the... music industry forward. (laughs) That's it. I just think think the poor guy might want a break from writing about (laughs) me. That's all. 
We, and we have to give him keywords, uh, as we've mentioned, uh, or the key phrases for him to get inspired. I mean, I'm sure he's got a lot of inspiration already. We'll call, you know. I would hope he does. <laughs> he does. He's, he's writing a whole series, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Who's Moon Knight? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so, Loonies, um, we want your money, basically. Well, not all of your money, just a little bit. I don't know how we're going to do this, but, uh, yeah, um, let's we're let's get... Let's get a song from from Uncle Max for the ITK podcast. Absolutely love it. Um, details will follow in the show notes somewhere. So brilliant. Um, <laughs> uh, Rebecca, you've got uh, a, a little a snippet here about Iron Fist, your uh, your other yes. wheelhouse. Um, my other wheelhouse, which is obviously why I found it out. Uh, Multiversity Comics have got the preview for Iron Fist eighty up. And in the introduction to it, they said the issue will give some answers about the survival of the Midnight Suns. Yes. Now, that's not in the preview, so don't go rushing to look <laughs> at the preview pages. That's literally just the first four pages of the comic, uh, which are pretty cool, but it's up to you if you read um, previews or not. Mm. But I thought it was an interesting... I mean, like, I, I don't think they get a copy of the whole comic, so that's that's probably editorial they've got from... Marvel because they can't just make up that's what's no. going to happen. Yeah, but hey, cool. maybe yeah. Iron Fist eighty next week will give us some answers about the survival of the Midnight Sun. Yeah. That will be so cool. And and I think as we as we were discussing just a bit before Rebecca, there might be that might be like a a way to transition Iron Fist if it's uh... it may get us to keep Iron Fist because mm. yeah, issue eighty is the last solicited issue of Iron Fist. Yeah, which is a real. Bummer. Do not know what's happening to him afterwards. Yeah. So, so that should keep the Iron Fist uh, fires burning, hopefully. Um, hopefully. But, yeah, I mean, but also, I mean, from looking at from uh, Moon Knight fans, it uh, might be potentially a second title for Moon Knight fans to be able to collect if if uh, Mr. Knight yep. is, is in the team as a regular member. Uh, hopefully he has a bit more to do than what we've seen him do in this uh, Damnation event, but uh, always exciting. Um. We also have a um, a announcement which came recently as well, which was no surprise, I guess, um, and that is for Netflix's Jessica Jones was re- uh, renewed for season three, so that's pretty cool. Um, this will be an interesting... I guess the third season will be interesting to see where they take it because they've really played up with the um, the format, I think, for Jessica Jones. Like, this season two, uh, there wasn't kind of like a big bad it was very much family oriented and and um mm-hmm. jessica finding her you know her origins um so i don't know what what do you what do you think do you think it will be back to i don't know having a, a an arch rival arch nemesis um i think we might find out a bit more i don't know i mean maybe they'll explore the patsy stuff and mm, that's true i i don't want to say too much because People may not have finished watching season two yet, or started like me because I'm. Or oh. started oh, like gosh. Connor. So, sorry. so no, no, sorry I mean, like, to... but yeah. I, I imagine that. I mean, they have got. She's got a great cast of characters, mm. um, and I don't think any of us fully knew where season two was going to go. Yeah, but I, yeah, I mean, it, it is an issue with Jessica Jones because you know there's not a lot of content comics wise mm. and maybe she'll so maybe they'll be they'll develop more of the cat keep developing the side characters who yeah. aren't so side anymore and maybe give her some more detective cases to do 
Yeah, that's well, true. Yeah, also as well sort of shows that they are pretty committed to keeping up with Netflix once the Disney streaming service goes yes. up, which is exciting. Yes, yeah. so they they'll keep on. I reckon that yeah, they'll keep on churning out these seasons for the four or five characters um, as long as they're able. Um, yeah, I was just I was just thinking because with Daredevil, but I guess it that made more sense because of the lead up to the Defenders. But uh, well, Daredevil's also got years of content to draw on. Yeah, true. But I'm just thinking like season one, season two. There was a like an organic flow to that. Um, because they they mm-hmm. dropped little hints um, throughout, and uh, and of course the kingpin was was uh, in both of them. So yeah, that but that was all kind of leading towards the hand and and the defenders, I guess. So that kind of made sense. But yeah, I mean this is the first second season from another title from Netflix as well. So I guess we'll have to see how they handle Luke Cage as well, um, which will be not that long to go. Um, but yeah, yeah, how do they? Yeah, June. Just how they treat the second season. Yeah, yeah because... Yeah, June. it will be really interesting. Yeah, because with Luke Cage, uh, Burstein, um, yeah. we, we last saw him treating Diamondback. So there's a, a door, you know, just waiting to be opened for season two as well. But they could actually just do something totally different. I mean, you don't know, because we've got, we've got Danny Rand coming in uh, Luke Cage as well. So... Uh, yeah, yeah. more more misty. So. More misty as well. Oh, yes, of course, and in her mm. bionic arm in action, which is um, yeah, can be pretty cool to see. Very so, cool. plenty of stuff to to unpack in Luke Cage. Um, Mr. Connor, we have some other exciting news. Yes, uh, this is my thing. Uh, yes. <coughs> uh, big um, big congratulations to. Uh, Max Bemis and his wife, they have uh, just, I don't know, delivered, mm-hmm. I don't know the exact wording here, of their uh, new son, Charlie Bemis, who's an absolute cutie. They post about it on Twitter. Yeah. Adorable. And when you said before about the Jessica Jones thing, you were like, here's something I guess we always sort of know happens, but here it is. I thought you were talking about uh, his son. I was a bit confused. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we all knew that. We all knew Charlie was going to be born today yeah (laughs) but that announcement was literally what like less than an hour oh no um yeah it was yeah about 50 minutes after we started talking wow hot off the press there and congratulations to the beamers family that's fantastic uh award-winning name there connor um yep (laughs) fantastic excellent and uh yeah i see here in the notes there's a <laughs> just one final uh bit of news there connor do you want to take that one then uh look i'm pretty sure we're gonna to have to uh, work with our sources to confirm the validity of that one so we'll come back next week with a special report on that okay <laughs> fair enough um all right well there we go uh just a bit of news this week sorry excuse me <clears throat> Um, yeah, just to get this show started, but uh, the main reason, I guess, why we're here is obviously our Over the Moon comic book review of The Scarlet Spider. <gasps> and um, as always, for those that haven't listened to us before, what we do is that we will... 
uh, give a synopsis called The Bare Bones, basically running through the whole issue, um, you know, in summary. Uh, then we will go through our aspects, four main aspects of um, of interesting, or the main themes of the, the issue. Uh, that's closely followed by any notes that we might have, so just some observations, um, or you know references that we'd like to <clears throat> like to mention, and we'll cap it off with our Crescent Art ratings out of five. So um, this week, Connor is very gracious to to um, to give us the bare bones for this one. So take it away, my good sir. Ben Riley, The Scarlet Spider, Volume 1, Issue 17, released the 11th of April 2018, with writer Peter David, artist Will Slimy, colors Rochelle Rosenberg, and lettered by VCs and Joe Carmagna. The cover artists are Carney Randolph, Emilio, Emilio Lopez, with editor Devin Lewis. Ben Riley has second thoughts about the deal he just made with Mephisto. He's agreed to take out the Midnight Suns in exchange for a purification of his soul, as well for Abigail's recovery from a terminal illness. In Riley's pursuit to become a hero, he now questions whether the path he's chosen to get there is noble at all. Regardless of the inner turmoil he faces, the Scarlet Spider climbs up to a healthy vantage point and takes aim at Wong. He intends to carry out his end of the bargain, and although he knows he can't trust Mephisto, his desperation gets the better of him. Elsewhere... Jezebel keeps a close eye on the Scarlet Spider through what appears to be either satellite or CCTV surveillance. She taps with an unknown accomplice and they deliberate as to whether Ben Riley will do the right thing or not. The unknown man also lets slip that he has released Aunt June to Jezebel's astonishment. It appears, however, that Aunt June now sports some superhuman abilities of her own as she unwilling, unwittingly manages to ward off a horde of demons with a flash of light. Back at the center of Las Vegas, Scarlet Spider is getting ready for a shot when he's unexpectedly ambushed by a demonized Kane. Spewing flame from his mouth, Kane and Scarlet Spider battle it out, and it's eventually, eventually the Scarlet Spider who gains the upper hand by setting a trap of his own. With Kane now up close and personal, the Scarlet Spider takes out a vial of holy water and forces Kane to ingest it, with startling results. Kane is cured, and it's not long before Kane discovers Ben's deal with the devil. Kane reproaches the Scarlet Spider that even though Mephisto will give Ben what he wants after the deal, he will still find a way to ruin what Ben has fought for, in some way or another. Ben assures Kane that he's backed out of the deal, and Kane also assumes that it's Ben's broken soul which may have led him to make such a rash decision with Mephisto. The Spider tells Kane that there are still many possessed humans in Las Vegas, which need saving, and Kane agrees to see what he can do. Kane swims away with a plan to use holy water in the same way it saved him and he leaves the Scarlet Spider to properly show Mephisto that he doesn't know any part of the deal. The Scarlet Spider parts company too, but this time he's headed to join the Midnight Suns. He catches up with Moon Knight and Iron Fist, who are still tied up fighting the possessed Avenger. But after beating Black Panther off Mr. Nine, he steals himself, and with the two Midnight Suns at his side, he charges into the fray.
Yes. Uh, but yeah, another very solid issue, um, I thought, here of Scarlet Spider, number 17 from Peter David. Um, initial thoughts, Rebecca, what what did you think of this issue? Was it um, Did it hold up to the standard of Damnation or...? I think so. Yeah, I mean, I've I've enjoyed. I, I it's just been a fun read, mm. um, and like that, you know, we very much knew that the last issue was, ooh, what's going to happen now? Just to get us to that, um, you know, doing a deal with Mephisto uh, back mm-hmm. page. So it's always interesting to see what happens after that, yeah. and um, you know, like because sometimes you you get the feeling they know where the end point they want is for a comic. Um, as they're writing it, and this one's just this one makes me actually excited to get back to Damnation, the core as well. So again, does its job well. I want to keep reading about Ben, yeah, and I want to read more about the the event again. But I thought it was pretty successful. Time. Yeah, yeah. And and how about you, Connor? Did you did you enjoy this issue? Yeah, I I agree. Actually, I thought it was just you know nice, fun, uh, really good action. Um, just once again, as I said before, just doing well at both setting up Damnation, as Rebecca said, but also just setting up the future of this series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just great how um, Peter David continues to do this with um, uh, Ben's character. And mm-hmm. I think Rebecca really agrees. Both, like, all of these actually really... This, especially, like, the Ghost Rider um, tie-in as well, just makes, like, number four actually seem like a really exciting finale as well. Mm. So definitely yeah. done mm. his job. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed it as well. I thought it was um I thought it was pretty good. I thought there's there's a really cool parallel between this and say you know the Damnation Core books in the fact that um the premise of this is very simple, right? And and if you strip everything away, there's not really again that much that happens. But I think the beauty of what Peter David does is that he populates it with with so much of um, I think Ben Riley's thinking um, and. And I guess it's the interaction between Ben and Kane that really make it um, a lot more than, you know, than than a very kind of, um, you know, by the numbers book. Uh, it was enjoyable. It, like, by no means is it, you know, like a, a five out of five or anything like that. But it's um, it was enjoyable in the fact that I guess, yeah, it just shows off Peter David's um, writing prowess and how he handles the characters. And look, he's got a little... Um, a couple of little subplots there as well to, to kind of break up the story and kind of maintain a really nice um, really nice beats throughout the story, a really nice flow. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool, I thought. All right, well, uh, after that, let's, um, let's get into our four main aspects for this. Um, I'll, look, you know, I'll, I'll kick it off. Uh, one of the, the big main aspects, I thought, and... What I thought was a bit of a shame that it was revealed on the front cover was the the Ghost Rider demonized Kane. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty cool, um, and how he interacted with the Scarlet Spider. Um, I say that about the cover because there's a really cool splash page of when um, Ben Riley is kind of ambushed and uh, he he's knocked down and he looks up, and there's a full splash page of uh, of Kane standing over him as the Ghost Rider, you know, possessed. Kane, um, but yeah, it, it kind of the gloss was kind of taken off a little of um, from it from the cover. I thought it was a, a very beautiful cover as well. But um, yeah, did uh, 
I was about to say, did anyone see this coming? But I guess you, everyone did. It's on, it's on the cover. Well, perhaps, but I, I don't know. I, I'm so distrustful of covers. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got faked that out I, last I time. That That's I, true. I just think I just went, oh, nice art, and didn't actually give it a second thought. Okay. So it's probably, you know, it's probably more of a surprise to me. Oh, right. Maybe because I just because I'm just like, oh yeah, it's a cover, and also because I've been by, I bought it digitally this time, so I don't tend to dwell on the covers as much when I'm not picking them up off oh, the shelf. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but um, I don't know. Kind of your thoughts on uh, on possessed Kane? Oh, I love Kane. I thought this was so cool. I, I was actually the same as Rebecca. I think because it was digital, I just kind of skipped past the cover this mm-hmm. time. Although I really like it. And then when he finally showed up, it was actually a quite a surprise. It was just it was just great. It just made like the second half of the issue so much more fun. I thought it was like the the best action. Yeah, I think they did a lot of really cool stuff with his actual um fire breathing abilities mm-hmm. and just web swinging around yeah uh, look uh, and i love kane i think kane's great well and I'm... can we also say the holy water thing yes good idea ben yeah yeah that was very Everyone's good right very good not... water yeah not not used to people having actual genuinely good ideas <laughs> and not just falling into the solution in comics well, it's legit something you'd want to try you're true, yeah, but when he first revealed it and he pulled the um, thing out of his pouch, the uh, holy water, the first thing I was thinking of was, though, was like, oh, this is not going to work. You know, so I was actually surprised. The when first it, thing when I was did. thinking was, that did not fit in that pouch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly a vial. What is it? It's uh, one of those bulbous... It's just like a proper, like, what do you like call them? Chemistry um, lab. Yeah, yeah, thing, it? yeah. But um, but whatever. <laughs> well, that's true. It is, it's, looks far bigger than what his pouch can 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 hold. But yeah, I thought like, oh, this is surely not going to work. I was thinking he's he's not a vampire. What, what's going to happen here? Right, but... and I, that's exactly what I was thinking. It's not going to work. It's mm. like, yeah, no, but there's no reason why it shouldn't. I guess. Yeah, which is really cool. The other thing I want to pull it up now from um from one of the notes, and well, it confused me with the when we first saw Kane. Um, if you if you got digital and you look at the page page twelve thirteen when Kane first appears, what happens there? Uh-huh. So is he invisible? Like we see him, but um, Ben Riley. Oh, uh, that's uh, one of his powers. Right. I think okay. he means invisible to the spider sense. Oh, okay. That's what I. That's what I thought he meant. Right, but Connor, it, he's not invisible. Invisible, right? Or no, no, no. He can um he can uh, turn invisible. Oh, can he? Yeah, okay. I believe it's... That's why he has such a special suit. Right. It might be wrong, it might be his power, but as far as I know, I'm pretty sure that's actually the suit. There's um, right. there's a really fun part in the main series you guys of Scarlet Spider you guys haven't yet no. uh, read yet that uses that invisibility as well. But yeah, no, no, no that's... Um, okay. That's the, uh, roster. Well, if anything, I guess art-wise, it would have been maybe good to to highlight that, you know, like do a Sue Storm invisible thing yeah. or something. Because, uh, yeah, it just confused me a little. And then exactly as you are saying, Rebecca, I thought, okay, is it just just uh, Spider-Sense? Which makes sense. We all know, yeah. you know, they're, they're immune to each other's Spider-Sense. But, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, interesting. And also as well with um, with Kane, what I read, and, Connor, this may um, speak towards you and, and your fandom as well. Apparently one of the fans said that Kane is going to be a lot bigger than than Peter Parker or Ben Riley. He's meant to be something like six foot five, two hundred and fifty pounds. Um, oh my god! Yeah, I think he's meant to be kind of like a Venom, like an Eddie Brock. Is that? Is there anything um, in the comics that have has uh, shown that he's reduced in in weight or? 
No, I don't ever remember him being that big, I suppose. Oh. Like, he's always just sort of been the, like, a, a bit, like, a bit bulkier than Peter, but, like, right. nowhere near as big as Venom, or, like, it's a bit, he's, like, I guess he's, he's, he's bulkier than Peter, but less bulky than Wolverine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Boys. Okay, well, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and again, I guess, I mean, look, I do love Will Sliney's art, um, but, uh, yeah, you, you don't really, it doesn't come across here if indeed that is the case, so, um, yeah, that was, uh, uh, I guess that leads into, was that your next uh, aspect, Connor, about the art? Yes, actually, um, I just really want to give a shout out here um i seem to like this one more than i've enjoyed his previous art i'm not sure why mm-hmm. maybe just kind of went along with it a bit more but yeah i just thought it was it was just so much fun i thought especially just how dynamic the action scenes were all the all the poses and the, mm-hmm. the swinging fists and the webs and all the different styles and moves just felt like really really almost like manga-esque like oh, almost okay. jojo fashion of fighting here but yeah as well as like the actual appearance of um of uh Ghost Rider Kane as well. I just yeah. thought there was just so much fun happening. I, th- I think he does also very well with actual powers, like the special effects of the mm-hmm. the fire and the webs and the the lightning, the gunfire. Just ooh, yeah, really does it well, and he does a great man thing as well. Yeah, I, I yes. do. Like, yeah. yeah, really great man thing. Well, that came out of nowhere, didn't it? Like I, I almost forgot yeah. man thing was part of the Midnight Suns, and then he comes crashing into a car, uh, and yeah, beautifully yeah. drawn. Um, I do love. Yeah, I love how he's drawn Kane, Ghost Rider Kane, with the mask half up. I guess you know he, he was going to breathe fire, but it's it's got a cool look. Um, you know, not uh, too dissimilar from you know the masks of say um, Iron Fist, say you know. Just a half yeah. half mask, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought there was less, which I thought was a good thing. There was less of that, um, the depth of field, which I think yeah. we raised in the last review about. It was just so obvious it was there. It looked, it was almost as if they overused it over here. Like it was used sparingly, which I think was pretty cool. Um, just in look, I'm just looking at page page six. Um, that's yeah, where the man thing <laughs> crashes through. Um, <laughs> And also just the number of um, splash pages as well. I think it was really cool. It really broke up the the comic. Um, so you had the splash page of Kane, and then you have all the Midnight Suns fighting, which I thought was a pretty good. Um, That's pretty a good... great page. Yeah, yeah. It was hard to. At first, it was hard to make out what was what was happening. Like was was Thor fighting Iron Fist there? It looks most likely. Um, I think so. Yeah, but then Iron, Iron Fist... Fist looks a little bit. Twisted around. Oh, yeah. he's super flexible. <laughs> of course he is. He's got awesome. Uh, he's got an awesome grip on his boots there. Um, but he he's does. kicking. He's kicking. I think he's kicking either Thor or or Black Panther. But it it's... it must be Black Panther. It must it be must Black Panther. Be. And then you have Moon Knight. Our uh, our boy Moon Knight there just just reeling. It seems. Uh, he's yeah. he's the only one struggling. I think in that fight. Um, but he looks okay. I think I, I do like the way that Sliney's is um, represented. The, the fabric over his face and, and such. So that's pretty cool. 
I yeah. thought it was really good, the art, yeah. Mm. And such an action-packed issue. It was, wasn't it? But, I mean, it's really, like, start to finish, even with all the voiceover stuff. Yeah, that, that's what I was about to say, but there was a lot of voiceover, wasn't there? There was so much... Yeah, you got you got all this internal monologue, but he could mm. do it while he's fighting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do, I do really like it. He's, um... He's not like a... He's not like a a Deadpool ripoff at all, I think, which is which is the danger that he can, he can become because he's a bit, you know, he's a bit not all there. It's a real danger. Mm. But he he's still got a level of um. There's a level of he's not flippant about everything. Like he's this inner dialogue. He's really um, working through it, you know, within himself as to yeah where his morals lie and what he should do. So yeah, again, I'm pretty impressed with um with how this character's rounded out as well. But, uh, yeah, yeah, the art's pretty cool. Um, did you have any, uh, did you have a particular aspect, uh, Rebecca? No, but I will raise, I'll, I'll raise, uh, stuff that's raised on the forums. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. we like Mr. Knight in this, right? Yes. He doesn't yeah, get yeah. to do much, but get... this is a nice depiction of him. Yes. We, we're not going to, yeah. there's not going to be any, oh, he's a bit too jokey. This no. is fine. I, I think... He looks good, like you said, and he, looks his, good, yeah. he seems like right. I mean, his only words in the whole thing are oof and <laughs> I'll survive. Yeah. <laughs> but that, yeah. seems, that seems very much so a good fine. Quote. Yeah. I'll survive is a good quote. Is we'll a good quote. That. And I think uh, I think yeah. Peter David's played it safe here, which is good. Um, you know, it hasn't tried to um, broaden, you know, too much of, of Moon Knight uh, in here that may irk fans um, as per the Damnation issue. But yeah, Moon Knight's looking well, pr- pretty good. Mr. Knight. Yeah, I think he... I mean, I think what Peter David's done is he's got a lot to cover, so he's he just does. stuck to writing his comic. It, <laughs> well, every, no, nobody else has a lot to say. To be honest, true, like I mean, Wong only has a couple of sentences, true. so I think it's just like uh, it's just like I, I'll I'll deal with Ben, but I'll yeah. have all this other stuff going on. Which yeah, which is fair enough. I mean, and, and which is you know what you'd expect in a tie-in book. Um, and then again, you know, going back to the core books, then that's where you expect things to be fleshed out. Which I guess it has. Like you did have Moon Knight trying to lift the mm-hmm. the hammer and all that but yeah maybe it was just just very divisive as to how he was handled but yeah mr knight looking pretty good there like the crescent moon on his forehead is is on the correct way um so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, iron fist is looking pretty pretty cool as well i must yeah, say I, he did, I, did well by iron fist did well by wong yeah yeah wong pretty, pretty cool yeah um, the only ones um, that kind of missed out were Elsa and Blade, who um, only got like a very brief. Well, you know they can't all be in everything. I oh, know, yeah, it's it's a it's a large cast, isn't it? A cast of thousands. So, oh, even yeah, Brother Voodoo. See, forgot about him. He's he was there as well. Um, yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool. Uh, <clears throat> look, and the other, I guess the other main aspect to this story is, um, look, the main thing was obviously Ben's inner monologue. <clears throat> but um, the big thing was uh, Scarlet Spider reneging on um, the deal yes. with Mephisto. So this was the thing that he was battling with himself, whether he should do it or whether he shouldn't. This was the reason why Ghost Rider Kane um, came at him, because Mephisto saw him as a traitor. Uh, and this is what ultimately we, we, we kind of see a better side of Ben Riley in the fact that he decides to, yeah, to break the deal. 
and uh, and not think of just himself, um, but to think of the the bigger picture. So, um, yeah, this was uh, this was pretty cool. I thought. Um, one thing. Yeah, I, did, I mean, like yeah. that's the thing we really need to answering is like mm. what happens when you uh, renege on a de- uh, deal with Mephisto. Mm. That's it. The repercussions are, are terrible. Well, either way, you're screwed, yeah. right? And that's what exactly what Kane was saying. He's saying, look, you know, you could go through the deal with Mephisto, and you could get he could purify your soul, and he could cure Abigail, no problems, and you kill Wong and the Midnight Suns. But who's not to say later down the track he'll like you know put Abigail in a in a car crash or something, you know? And so everything's kind of fought for naught. Um, which is yeah. you know, a right point as well. Um, what I was thinking about, and again, I will pull this up from the notes, is that, um, again, if I cite the pages, uh, page 11, yeah, 11 to 12, so when Ben is pointing the gun at Wong, ready to kind of um, shoot him, and then the webbing thwips the gun and, you know, dislodges the Scarlet Spider... How does yeah. Mephisto know that he's not going to do it? I mean, he's at that point where he's about to shoot Wong. How come Mephisto calls him a traitor, or or um, Kane calls him a tra- calls him a traitor? He actually preempted it and took the gun out of his hands before he even had the time. He had time to shoot. Does that make sense? Well, maybe he yeah. just watched him point it at him for too long. No, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, Mephisto does, I guess, have eyes everywhere. Maybe he, he can does. read my. Maybe, yeah, maybe you can. Yeah, I mean, that was, yeah, I don't know. But, you know, I'm being, being very picky here, but I just thought that, you know, if, if like, Ben had, like, just thrown the gun away and gone, okay, mm. look, I'm not going to do it, then that was pretty clear that he... It would have been a stronger point for the character as well, although I still like a lot the arc in this. I think yeah. it does really well to show the desperation, but it's just... Well, I guess it also shows him really being so indecisive, like really battling within himself. So I guess, you know, I guess that makes sense. Like, he could really... like, And it creates a tension, right? He could really, really pull the trigger. Um, yeah. Yeah, if he wanted to. Um, but yeah, that was... Uh, that was just a little little thing I picked up there. Uh, but yeah, so he eventually... He reneges on the deal. Um, he and Kane go their ways to, to help stop Mephisto and, and the demons. Um and yeah, as we see at the end, Ben joins the Midnight Suns instead of killing them, and uh, so now they're reinforced and they um, they head back into battle. Which, as you say, Rebecca, I can't wait for uh, Damnation Four because we should then now, since that's the last issue as well, we should see a yeah. lot of closure, a lot of things tying up. Although I was just looking on the letters page where mm-hmm. they have the chick the. The checklist wrong because they say that <laughs> Iron Fist eighty. Well, it says oh, Iron yeah. Fist eighty comes before Scarlet Spider seventeen, which doesn't. Oh, yeah. But um, so we have a Doctor Strange issue after Damnation. Interesting. Yeah, probably most likely a tidy up by bats. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, or like a, a an epilogue or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. Cool. But there's really not many issues. To, I didn't realize there were literally just those three issues to go. Yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy. Like, I mean, I guess it's been going on for like you know already a couple yeah. months now, but already it's yeah. like so fast. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and again, it's just that I don't know if you look at Damnation Three. Like, apart from the tie-ins, things haven't really progressed much, other than yeah, 
was it? Johnny, oh, yeah. Johnny Blaze goes up to meet Mephisto, gets pushed out a window. Yeah. Uh, and these guys are still fighting. <laughs> so nothing much is, yeah, much has occurred. So it, it seems pretty quick, doesn't it? Um, yeah, okay. Well, uh, just any notes that we have here? Look, I've, I've covered a few of them already. Oh, as Connor, as you are saying with the art, um, yeah, what I did love at at the first um, first page was the facial expressions by Will Sliney yeah. of Ben Riley. I th- I thought, and I thought maybe that's what you alluded to with the manga thing, because just because the, the faces are so expressive, and um, particularly the one on the lower, like the lower left. I'm just trying to pull up the page. Yeah, uh, really well drawn, I think. And and so this was the first page where Ben's thinking, "Oh God, I've uh, made a deal." I'm such an evil person. Maybe, um, you know, I've turned into a monster or something. I don't know. So It is the best line. Got to check my face, see if I'm totally evil. Yeah, exactly. And he he takes off the mask, feels his face, and then he has a a little smug look on his face going, oh, okay, cool. It's all good. (laughs) Puts his mask back on. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Yeah. Yeah, the mention of um, what Rebecca had mentioned earlier and the holy water. Uh, So there is an implication here by... Ben Riley, that um, he got the holy water from a, a nearby fountain in Las Vegas. I, I just wondered whether there was an actual fountain in Las Vegas that was blessed with holy water. I'm not too sure. There's, um, a, lo- there's lots of fountains there. Mm-hmm. So outside sure, sure. the casinos and stuff. Um, there's sure. one really big one. Is yeah. it outside the Bellagio? Maybe, whatever. One of the big ones that does dancing water and stuff like that. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe well, maybe maybe it was blessed. Who knows? You know, you know, with gamblers and and casinos, a lot of super. I'm sure there's churches there. Yeah, yeah. You can you know take your luck as as wherever you can get it. <laughs> so so if they have a, a holy fountain, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, splash pages, obviously, I thought that was were, were really cool. Um, and not only splash pages, I thought if you look at a lot of the panel layouts as well, there are a lot of like half splash pages as well so sliding there's a lot of interesting things where they've got a few little panels and then Mm. but inside a massive splash page yeah exactly nicely done yeah which is really really cool um cool layout to to sliney there so hats off he he does it a few times doesn't he i'm having a flip through and he's got yeah it's a lot yeah with the three um horizontal panels stacked and then you have the splash the mini splash page um but really cool. Uh, just noting also as well, like uh, on page thirteen as well, he uses angled angled panels to um, to imply uh, movements. Yeah, and also on the last page. And on the last page with, as well, um, Iron Fist and Moon Knight come in. Oh yes, Little angled panels. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, a lot of line work there that they're coming yeah, with us. A lot of line work. Need those abs. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, he's got the uh, the the slimy Marvel abs uh, out for show as well. There's even a you know there's a little butt shot there as well as uh, as Kane is swinging away. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, any other notes, uh, Rebecca or Connor? Yeah. No. Bring on the ending. Bring on the yeah, ending. Yeah, I'm so excited for Damnation Four yeah. now. There's a, actually, there is this one thing here. I've just got a question as well. Um, on page 20, after Kane and Scarlet Spider have their discussion, um, 
you know, of the deal. Mm-hmm. Kane pulls out a mobile phone. Um, is that right? No one called him. Uh, he um he took out a phone and then he's going to look for some holy water. Oh yeah, is that yeah? Who's he calling? Yeah, who's he calling? That's the thing, yeah. I mean, at first I thought he was answering the call, but obviously not because there was no sound effect. So, yeah, I yeah. wonder who is calling. And um, oh, I guess we might see that in the later issues of Scarlet Spider, which I think Kane is a, is a regular, isn't he, Connor? Yeah, he's oh, he Scarlet be... Yeah. Could be Peter. Yeah. Cool. Alrighty. That's well, cool. that's... Uh... That's it for this issue here. Um, I'll throw it first to Rebecca. Oh, what do I have to do this first? Oh, I can. You, you can. You can go. Oh, I don't Connor, mind. No. Um, how many? Uh, what should we write this? How many Crescent Art ratings? How many uh, mm. holy water vials would you give this? <laughs> Three and a half. Three and a half. I liked it though. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah. I don't know. I always want to give it more, but then I'm like, then I remember like what comes as my top comics of the week. Yeah, you've got to put things in perspective. Yeah. Yes. True. Yeah, three and a half is a very solid, a very solid rating. It is. It's a definite buy. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a. Yeah, exactly. Um, How about you? Oh, as a three, what would you rate a three then? Is that three a buy as well, or? Yeah, probably. But yeah, three but... might be a buy depending on if you like the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always interested in in um in people's or like if if it's kind of mid run mid arc. Uh huh. You know, it might not be good for everyone to go buy it. it might ah. be like wait for the next arc, buy at the beginning of the arc. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah very good, very good. And and Connor, um, how many? I would definitely uh, force Kane to also drink three and a half vials, I think. Three and a half? Yeah, yeah it's just like, you know, it doesn't blow, blow anything out of the uh, the water. It doesn't, like, change the landscape of comics forever. It's just a strong tie-in, a lot of fun, good action, fun writing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Roddy, I, yeah, I would um, I would agree as well. Look, I'm, I'm going to round out with an even three and a half as well. Three and a half uh, spewing flames um, yeah. because yeah, I mean it was a great. Generally, I give um, like I'd give a four for a, a really decent issue um, that that you know kind of was just a bit above what you would expect. Three and a half is still very good, I think, um, and totally enjoyed this. Yeah, but it, it didn't like you know it won't it won't be one of those issues that you go back to you know years from now, going, look, I've got to reread this because it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was certainly a, an enjoyable issue. Um, the characters were well handled. It, it, Peter David um, obviously focuses on his character, which is the Scarlet Spider, uh, and he manages to really tell a good story around the the scenario that is Damnation in, in Las Vegas. So, um, yeah. So I think I'm a... I'm a fan now of Scarlet Spider. I'll probably be picking up his issues from now on. I'm um, definitely going to pick up those ones I miss. Yeah. Oh, yes, me too. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Between Volume 2 and, and now. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, I'm, I'm looking more t- ahead as well. Like, I see next issue, we have Mysterio um, uh, in the little preview page that's coming out mid-May. Uh, again, it looks like artwork by Kerry Randolph and Emilio Lopez. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it looks pretty cool. And uh, I, I do like how the Scarlet Spider's got his hood up, which is pretty makes him uh, yeah. look a bit more badass. So, so there you go. Uh, Looney's three and a half all round for a Scarlet Spider seventeen, which is um, which is pretty good. So please go check it out. Uh, and as we've said, there's only one, two, three, three more issues to go for the Damnation event. Um, next phase, Connor. We have something totally different. Yes. Next phase. Ah, it disappeared on me. But now it's back. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Infinity War drops the week after next, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, 25th to the 27th, depending on which country in the world you're in. Yeah, Hell I just, yeah. I just booked my tickets, 25th. Very 25th happy. for you guys, yeah. 26th for me, 27th oh. for America. Yeah, that's right. I think I'm seeing it on the weekend anyway. But next phase, we are tackling one of the most outrageous, most crazy things that ever happened to Moon Knight with Mark <laughs> Spector Moon Knight, the Infinity War crossover issues. Issues 41 to 44, and then later in the run, an Infinity Crusade crossover with 57. We're just going to have a nice little big old discussion about those issues, everything crazy that happens as we uh, fun little... Yeah. Lead up to all our hype for the Infinity War movie. Yeah, oh, for sure. And look, um, for me, uh, so ha- I guess first off, Connor, have you read these um, these issues? I most certainly have. Oh, you have uh, as well. And ridiculous. Yeah, they are ridiculous, aren't they? And um, and uh, we spoke about this earlier as well about the Infinity Gauntlet, which I believe you haven't read yet, Connor. But um, Rebecca, Infinity War, which came after Infinity Gauntlet. I don't know about you, but it was. The epitome of nineties ridiculous. It's so nineties ridiculous. It, it is, um, and anyway, so it, it is fun to kind of look back on. When I read it, when it first came out, I have to admit I didn't really enjoy it all that much. I loved Infinity Gauntlet. That um, that was just mm-hmm. groundbreaking for me, and and the and the crossovers for that. But Infinity War, which came afterwards, which was an obvious oh, Infinity Gauntlet did really well. Let's we've got to do something you know, again, um, I found it, uh, yeah, really, um, I don't know, it was a, a bit how you're going, I think, but it should be fun yeah, to, to review, okay. yeah, um, and do you remember Infinity Crusade, Rebecca, I can't remember that, but, God, no, no, I can't. there were, uh, yeah, multiple Infinity, I guess, series, um, off the back of Infinity Gauntlet, but I can't so remember many. that one, yeah, but anyway, that should be, that would be fun, um, to review with 2018 eyes um so looking forward to that uh we actually actually for spectacle um before i do a um a little shout out to our podcast crossover we actually have a couple of a, a couple of bits of feedback here for the scarlet spider 17 so um rebecca could i ask you perhaps to read out the first one from danielle Yes, from Danielle. Uh, she said she didn't know much about the Spidey clones, but I enjoyed it and mostly understood what was going on, except with the red-headed girl in the white room. Uh, I like how they actually explain why Ben was holding the idiot ball, remaking a deal with the devil by choosing to. I wonder if the holy water will actually work on everyone. Though I don't know how a whole fountain could or would be blessed. Also, Midnight didn't sound crazy, so that's 10-10. 
with his appearance versus damnation number three. I'm not bitter. You're bitter. <laughs> Thank you, Danielle. Yes, and uh, yeah, your comments pretty much echo our own thoughts as well. Uh, yeah, so the red-headed girl, Jezebel, in the white room, I guess we're seeing more of um, that. that uh, the group. I can't remember the name of the group that she's part of, but... Um, yeah, I can't remember either, but yeah. they were in um, the, the previous issue of Ben Riley. Yeah. Connie they did... mentioned it, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And and, and, is it... and she's some daughter of some... Daughter of Satan, apparently. Um, yes, from, daughter from, of From uh, Man on the Street. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Little thing. And I don't know about the fountain either, but I'm sure in films they've done stuff like that before. Oh, they've yeah, I'm Get sure. the priest to, like... Yes. Bless all the water. I mean, I, I'm sure in actuality that could never happen, but hey. Yeah, I, I can't no. remember. I remember Fright Night, the movie about vampires and stuff, the original. That does, doesn't someone... I'm sure it's happened in quite a few vampires. Yeah, films. yeah, blessing a swimming pool or something. So, yeah, so... with uh, <laughs> you know, like, I can imagine exactly. it happening. It just yeah. seems to me that kind of crazy B-movie thing is like, quick, yeah. let's bless everything. Oh, exactly, exactly. And uh, and totally agree with you, Danielle, uh, 10 out of 10. Mr. Knight was unsullied in this this issue, so hats off to Peter David. And, um, yeah, onwards and upwards for Mr. Knight. Um, Connor, we have another one there from, um, from Derek. Uh, Derek says, I really liked... I thought some of Riley's inner dialogue got a little repetitive in the beginning, but I guess that's what I like when you're trying to convince yourself of something. But overall, I really like it. The Kane and Ben dynamic is great, which I agree with. I um, I thought it was like a good, a pretty good first half, and then when Kane showed up, it was like hell yeah, like kind of mm. took the next step up and just sort of like shook it up a bit. Got that good yeah. talk about the deal with the devil. Got better action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the inner monologue as well. It, it was um, uh, yeah, as he says, repetitive. Or I think it was reinforced a lot. And, and and I do think, as you say, Derek, um, it's because he's, I think, struggling with what he really wants to do. Like, you can tell he really wants to, to purify his soul. I think that's a running thread throughout the um, Scarlet Spider book for him to fix his soul. And of, he's, he's invested in Abigail as well. He's made a promise, so he really wants to do that. And you can you can tell how torn he is between doing that and, um, and actually helping out the Midnight Suns instead of killing them. So, yeah, I think good work there. And, uh, and of course, yeah, Kane and Ben, as Connor says, the second half was just really good. It was a really good way to ram home the, um, the issue. So, so thank you, Derek and Daniel, for, that, for those um, bits of feedback. Uh, always good to have. And um, please, loonies out there, if you can or you want, um, be sure to, to drop us a line either through the Facebook page or group or um, through email or through Twitter. Um, all right, guys. Well, that's uh, that's about it for this episode. Uh, I just want to reiterate as well um, for all you loony listeners out there, and if you've been enjoying our Damnation coverage, please watch out for all four podcasts. Um, that includes the Defenders TV podcast, Inner Demons, a Ghost Rider podcast, and Sons of the Dragon, uh, Immortal Iron Fist podcast. Um, for yeah, for all the reviews to this Damnation event, uh, we've just, uh, the Defenders TV podcast have just dropped their review of uh, Doctor Strange 388, uh, I believe, and coming up next we will have uh, Sons of the Dragon, uh, the Immortal Iron Fist podcast, they'll be reviewing Iron Fist 80, so um, 
keep your eyes out for that. And then uh, the Defenders guys will wrap things up with Damnation 4 and Doctor Strange 389. Uh, there's also a discussion um, with between all four pod- podcasts, and we do hope to have a roundtable discussion uh, between all the podcasters to discuss the Damnation event as a whole, which should be a lot of fun. Uh, so keep your eyes out for that. We're aiming tentatively towards um, mid to late May for that. So, look, there's a lot of things happening in the comics and film world, so there's a lot of things to, to look at and to review. But um, hopefully we can fit it in there, and uh, it will be good um, to yeah to, to dis- discuss it with everyone else. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, that's about it. Um, as for where to find us, oh, once again, sorry. Thank you, Rebecca. Um, I know that you. No problem. You have, um, yeah, you have some work to do shortly. Mm-hmm. But thank you so much for your time. As always, um, it's always a lot of fun, uh, especially just to you know unwind a bit and uh, just to chat a little bit, a bit before we go on air. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh and yes connor would you be so kind as to uh tell the loonies where they can find us uh you guys can find us at uh on our uh website into the night uh podcast.wordpress.com we post everything up there new episodes newsletter we have all our links to other podcasts all our social medias uh if you want to email us you have moonnightpodcast at gmail.com uh, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ITK Moon Knight. Uh, we have a fantastic group full of wonderful people, uh, mm-hmm. including uh, readouts you've heard on this episode, and we had a great listener, Tommy, even writing our bare bones. Yes. Um, on our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash into the night. Uh, our Twitter is at ITK Moon Knight, and we are on Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube. Just search Into the Night of Moon Knight podcast. We should be on all good uh, uh, podcast streaming services. We're on Spotify now. Uh, Libsyn, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep, fantastic. And I'd also actually just like to add as well, um, within our Facebook group, we have a 24-7 chat room called the Looney Bin as well. So if you join our group, you'll have access to the Looney Bin. And I've just got to say, I've been dropping in um, every now and again, and it's been going great guns. I think um, there's been a lot of lively chat there um, from people from all over the world. So, yeah, if you're keen on not only discussing things Moon Nighty, but uh, just comics or film in general, uh, yeah, why not give it a go? Just drop into the loony bin and, uh, yeah, chat away. So, yep, that's, uh, that's it um, once again, thank you both for, um, you, for such a cool discussion. Making this podcast even more lively. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's been great. I love. I'm I'm becoming a bit of a Ben Riley fan though. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm getting on board the Ben Riley train too. I know. And, and thank you. Yeah, it's so cool. And uh, and Connor as well. Always good. Um, always good chatting. Look, not much Moon Knight news this week, but always good to chat the news. Uh, let's get that Bemis thing happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. No. Very sponsored. <laughs> really? Yeah. No. Give the guy a break from Moonlight. <laughs> I know. He's just had a kid. <laughs> Let him go Man. play with his baby. Yeah, <laughs> baby exactly. can also sing on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Maybe remix. Him, remix the baby yeah. noises. <laughs> that would be so appealing. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Anyway, as always, um, may Conchu watch over the denizens of the night. Thank you very much. See ya. Hooray. Bye. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.